0: Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, gender-bending transformations, perverted older siblings, supermodel parents, superheroes with villainous daughters, super sweet cooking, and wrestling. Listener discretion is advised. 54, More one hat this ain't Hello, welcome to another episode of the Sparkin Manga Review. I'm your host Zan, saying Aloha, Konnichiwa, Bonjour, and What's Up. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. Spartan Society that provides information, reviews about connecting and enhancing narratives. We talk about manga, movies, other things. This is our manga review obviously. So we talk about manga. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spartan.com. You can email us sparkin at gmail.com. Me at Zan at sparkin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter iTunes, we're also on a couple, Google+, a couple other websites, and go to iTunes. Leave us a couple comments, and actually rate us, and actually click on the star button. It's kind of like putting a tip in the jar, so we know what's good and what's bad. Just let us know what's going on with this podcast, if you like it, if you enjoy it. We're also on YouTube, but that's for more for shits and giggles. Either way, so let's get on with it, because as I said, we're going to try We've been trying a new format. We're going to see where it goes. So, you remember from the last episode of the spark of Manga View, episode 153, where we spun that one, that only, the Wheel the of Manga. It dictated on to us that we were reviewing a manga which came out back in 1991 97. has eight volumes. It's published by Shuisha and over here by Studio Iron Cat, a company which no longer exists. And it is a comedy, action, romance, gender bending series written by that one, that only, that Hiroshi Aro. And what am I talking about? I am talking about. Fudubakun change, yes, and the title is a pun. But unfortunately, if you don't understand Japanese, it makes no sense to you, so I'm not even gonna to try to explain what the pun is. So, pretty simple story. It's about uh our main character, Futuba Shimiro. He is the youngest in this family of four. His father is the press manager for the famous supermodel Oroki Kohora. You have his older sister hutana and then you have his mother who may or may not exist we are not sure they're referenced but they don't really exist and he's got typical problems he's in high school he's he's in love with a girl named misaki who he's completely infatuated with he's part of the wrestling club and things are looking kind of up for him but until one day when he's actually hanging out and with his friends and his friends bring in a porno mag for him to look at. You know, I say, dude, I brought this porno mag. It's really cool. You should check it out. It's awesome. It looks beautiful, amazing. And Frutaba looks at it, and he starts getting a little bit aroused by it. And unlike what happens to most young men when they start looking at porn, where certain parts of their bodies start becoming harder and longer, instead, what happens is he starts getting really hot, really hot. He starts feeling really different and he has this really weird feeling come over him. Closes his eyes, wakes up and looks, and he feels kind of light in between his legs. He feels kind of heavy on top of his chest. Turns out that he's just turned into a girl. He freaks out by this, obviously, and since he was in the bathroom when this happened, uh, what he was going to do, well, you can probably guess. He decides to run outside, and he runs pantsless, throughout the entire school, freaking out. Giving everyone, essentially, a very, very interesting flash. You know, just become the flashing girl who runs across school who no one knows with green hair. And everyone's like, who's that hot girl with green hair? No one knows, they just see a flashing girl. So, he freaks out, he doesn't know what to do, or she, right now, freaks out, doesn't know what to do, she doesn't know why this happened, and is she going to turn back? She doesn't know, and eventually she calms down and turns back. So, she runs home, freaking out, and she kind of is trying not to let anyone know, and his sister, Putana, shows up, his dad shows up, and they reveal the truth. Their family has a weird secret. Now, because of some bizarre and strange reasons, which we find out way later in Volume 8 of the series, the Shimura clan has a sort of a curse. Whenever they... It's, it is, it's revealed that whenever they get really excited, they change from one gender to the other. And how they turn back, well, they have to calm down. So it's essentially a curse. Um, turns out that actually, the person he believes is his father, Mr. Sh- Shimura, is in actuality, Iroka Kohoto. He, when he gets excited, turns into this insanely beautiful supermodel, and he's pretending to be his own manager. So no one knows. And he's the one who actually gave birth to his son. Kind of a fucking monster, but he that the guy you've been calling dad for years is actually your mother. Freaks out. Also, his sister, who he's always known was a little perverted and weird, turns out whenever she turns into a guy, she's super, super handsome. And she loves seducing girls in her guy form and guys in her girl form. And later on in the series, it turns out that she has a lot of sex and she doesn't use protection, which leads to an army of, of children. And so this manga actually is a preventative story about why you shouldn't have sex without protection. You'll end up having lots of bastard children running around. No, seriously. I'm serious. This, this, what's in this manga? And so it turns out he now... Sutala has to live this double life without anyone knowing that he's actually two people. Because obviously... If scientists or other people found out that, hey, they have the ability to change genders, they're going to be grabbed and poked and prodded. And so it becomes a typical romantic comedy where he's trying to be with the girl he loves named Misaki, and he's trying to keep away from all the crazy people in his life. I mean, you have his second cousin named Kirin, uh Shimeru, who's technically his fiance because the family, in order to stay together, to not let anyone find out about their curse, they marry within the family, and his cousin is insanely ugly and creepy looking in her girl form, but then her guy form, she's insanely handsome, which is kind of bizarre. You also have Misaki's best friend, this girl named Nigiri Shusendo, who actually is essentially Nabiki. She's greedy, she's conniving, and she talks with an accent, and she's constantly pulling cons no matter what. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is the X brand Nabiki. You can see a lot of parallels with Rama one half in this series, which is why it's the same Rama. You know, the fact you have a gender bending main character, and you have a bunch of other characters who transform, but it's pretty much the same shtick. It's just they transform one to the other, and most of the characters are completely batshit crazy. I mean, you have all the different clubs who have a wrestling match who are vying for if they win this wrestling match. They end up becoming the one who Futaba joins their club. And you have things like you have the wrestlers who are for the botany club who create a monster. You have the acting club who they're just completely all gay and fabulous. And you have several other characters. Like you have Futaba's homeroom teacher who is gay. He's in love with Futaba. He's in love with all the boy students. But when a girl student walks up to him he treats them like they're horrible monsters. Like saying, get the fuck away from me. I don't want to deal with you. I just want to deal with the boys in our class and their manliness and have them hug me and stroke me. Yuck. The series is bizarre. I mean, you have have a lot of standout characters. I mean, you have the principal, Ron, who he's completely batshit crazy. He understands and he knows the whole deal with Futaba that she has the problem. He knows about Futana's problem. And he set up a bunch of hidden rooms within the school where they can transform with no problem and keep spare clothes. And he actually registers the the two of them into multiple classes so they don't have a, a problem of, oh, where's the boy Futaba? Oh, I don't know. The girl Futaba's right over there. No one will know the difference or be the wiser. But also, the principal also uses this as a way for him to transform into the Mask of Justice. A superhero, which he thinks no one knows who the hell he is, but everyone knows because he's got a big bulbous head. The only person who doesn't know is his daughter, Takaru, who becomes the villainous Queen X, who's an evil supervillain who wants to take over the school and then maybe the world. We don't know if she's that dumb. She's like, imagine Kodachi from Ranma mixed with a mental patient. I know you're like, wait, what? Well, mixed with a mental patient from Mean Girls. Then you have this girl. The art style is meh. Hiroshi Aro, he draws okay. It's very dated. The only really good thing is that he has his his own little avatar walking around, which is an alligator with sunglasses. That's pretty cool. He writes about how when he first went to America, he was astonished by the very big portions and how everything is very different, how he's a tall guy in Japan, but over here he's kind of medium-sized. It's a pretty fascinating story, all of his little anecdotes he writes. The story itself is, it steals from a lot of stuff, and there are a lot of cameos. I mean, several Street Fighters show up, Ryoko and Ayako show up, and uh, it's just, it's got a lot of homages to these series that you see in the background that they don't really reference, but it is, it's like almost an homage rip-off series, so it's kind of different. It's a little unusual, but it's kind of enjoyable also. art style was man, like I said. The story was okay. There are not really a lot of characters that you really can identify with. I mean, most of them are just like, they're so off the wall, you're like wondering what the hell are they going to do next. I mean, but the interesting thing I do find is the fact that, even though I said there's always crazy characters, you still have the fact that Futaba and Misaki are the heart of the story. It's about their relationship and how they fall in love and be together. And unlike with series like My Beloved Ron Mo and Half or Love Hina or any of these other series, their relationship is really real. They act like two kids. I mean, yes, there are some crazy things like the fact that Futaba changes gender or Misaki cooks insanely sweet things. They're so sweet, it's like mind-numbing. She's the only one who could eat it and anyone else who tries to eat And she's the only person who can eat this sweet food. If anyone else tries, they almost have a heart attack. But the other thing is, when she joins a swimming club, she makes the water super sweet. So when she leaves, all the other swimmers cancel them because of all the sugar that leaks out of her body. So you do have these bizarre traits. But still, their relationship is very real, and it's done very tastefully. Now I have to give that as a plus for the series. So after all these factors and considering, I have to give this manga... A gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. It's okay, but it's forgettable. It's a decent manga. It's interesting, and if you've never read Rama 1.5, you may find it original. But the fact is that Rama was my first series, and I hate to compare it to it, but it's like a knockoff. It's, it's, it's okay. You may be kind of shocked by the gender-bending qualities, but it is still a pretty cool manga to check out and, you know, read it once. I mean, I think you can... You can't get a hold of it anymore because Studio Iron Cat no longer exists. But you might be able to find it floating around on the internet somewhere, maybe on Amazon. Or... Overall, Futaba Khan Change has a lot of nice ideas to it, but it's too much of essentially a homage series to be really original. It's just, I mean, it's rare to see a gender-bending series that's not homosexual, yaoi, or yuri, and that's original and fun. I mean, Ranma was one of the first. I think it was, it's the benchmark to it. And this, it's, it's okay. But, you know, and they do have some rich ideas, but overall it's just a knockoff in my opinion. I mean, if you think differently, just let me know. And remember, you can, you can't find it now because Studio Ironcat no longer exists. But if you look on Amazon or any of those sites where you may find Mongo online for free, you can probably find it and give it a read. Tell me what you think if you disagree or agree, you know? Remember, you can check out our other episodes at www.sparker.com. You can email me at zansparker.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter. All this information is in the show notes. And remember, leave a comment on iTunes and actually rate us. Give us some nice ratings. Some five stars would help a lot. But let us know. So, with that in mind, I guess that part we're going for. What are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only the. Friends, the Wheel of Manga, except Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga to each of the ten slots. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, not only the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on, that's what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 155. Yes, 155. So let's spin and see what we're going to review in that next episode. Should be a lot of fun. Okay, so we've reached with number. Sick. All right, so in the next episode of the Spark and Manga, you're going to be reviewing something which is very Dada-ish and strange with its artistic style, but written by an old friend of ours all the way back in episode 139. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Genkaku Picasso. Yes, Genkaku Picasso, a manga which was bizarre and strange for all of us. So, remember to check it out in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this long episode and, like I said, Hope you enjoyed, it and we'll catch you next time. Later, guys, we're done. I'm your host, Son. Fergalicious definition, make them boys go loco They want my treasure so they get their pledges From my hotel, you can see me, you can't squeeze me. I ain't easy, I ain't sleazy I got reasons why I tease And boys just come and go like seasons Fergalicious, but I ain't promiscuous And if you were suspicious, all that shit is fictitious I'm gonna that puts boys on rock rock And they be lining down the block Just to watch what I got So oh, delicious Freak show Freak show We can't Like a mug Freak show Freak show Freak show Stop and let it flow Watch our inhibitions go It's crazy Let's make it make a Freak show Make it Freak show a Freak show Freak show So oh, delicious Hold 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 Check it out A to Hit it by All the time I turn around brothers gather around I was looking at my up and down looking at my I just wanna say it now, I ain't trying to round up, drum a little mama, I don't wanna take it, and I know I'm coming off just a little bit conceited, and I keep on repeating how the boys wanna eat it, but I'm trying to tell, that I can't be treated like clientele, cause they say she delicious, but I ain't promiscuous, and if you were suspicious, all that shit is fictitious, I'm the kisses, that puts them boys on rock rock, and they be lining down the block, just to watch what I got.